Aloha, everybody, and welcome to the High Connect podcast, a uh, podcast where we talk to like Hawaii's local quote unquote celebrity uh, on the social media scene. And today's guest, we actually have Kyla He with us today. And hi, Kyla. <laughs> excited to be on. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. You were mentioning that this is your first podcast, right? Yes, this is my first podcast. So bear with me. No, you're perfectly <laughs> fine. Yeah, you have a great speaking voice. It, it seems like, though, I guess you're more comfortable like in front of a like camera because, you know, a lot of what you do for social media is like a lot of modeling and, you know, taking photographs, I guess. But the audio aspect is not something that you do too often, right? No, I actually don't like hearing my own voice, but oh. um, but like I've grown up like like doing auditions for acting and like recording myself. Um, I've dabbled in the studio, but oh, interesting. so I'm used to like being like doing audio stuff, but I just don't like hearing it back. Right, right. It's not something that you're super like familiar with. It's not yeah. as familiar as, you know, taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, right? that's a lot easier. Yeah, that's the that's the a lot. See, and it's funny because for me, the, it's like the opposite, right? So I'm on YouTube all the time and I do the YouTube videos and stuff. And I actually prefer video stuff because for me, I've realized like, when you have to take a picture, you have to be perfect in that moment. Like, you know, everything has to be perfect. Lighting has to be perfect. Your hair has to be perfect. You know, smile, whatever it is. But in a video, because it's moving so quickly, uh, you kind of don't need to be perfect the whole time, you know, because, oh, maybe you slipped up or something, but the video keeps going. So it doesn't matter. Whereas for a picture, you see like every single flaw because yeah. it's stuck there. You know, it's 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 frozen in time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how I see it. I don't know. But you feel like a lot more comfortable, I'm assuming, in front of like photography and stuff, right? Just because you do it so often. Yeah. I mean, it kind of just comes naturally. I mean, I've been doing modeling since I was 16 years old and I'm 24 now. So it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget how young you are. <laughs> that's so good, though, because I think I remember like you started off like doing uh, pageants and stuff as well, right? Um. Yeah, I did like two pageants um it was during high school and you won yeah i did <laughs> did you win both or uh, no i only won um miss hawaii teen usa when i was it was like my senior year of high school and then from miss hawaii teen usa you move on to miss teen usa so it's just a national competition Oh, there's a, oh really? So you have yeah. to go like? Did you have to fly out somewhere to do yeah, that? Yeah, we went to the Bahamas. For no it, way! And it was really fun. Um, it was my first time at the Bahamas, and then I brought like my mom and my tutu and my cousin and my auntie, and they had way more fun than I did because I was like in rehearsals like every single day. I had no time to like enjoy right the resort. Um, but they had a blast. And you were saying you were 16 at the time when this was going on? This I was like. 17 or 18 oh that's crazy you're so young like you know have to do like all this adventuring yeah, out and doing I, all like this when i look back on it i was like oh my god i was such a baby i didn't really know like too much about it like i but like when i look back on it i was like oh my god it's such a great experience i've learned so much from it um but i don't know if i would ever do a pageant again right really? now i mean we'll see check back with me once i like I'm done developing like my career and What's everything. The, okay, so do you mind me asking what the reason for that is or like what your thinking is on pageants, I guess now? Um, I just, it's not like my priority right now. I oh, okay. think I'm mostly focusing on um, life after college since I just graduated right. um, from UH Manoa. And I've been trying to like narrow down like exactly what I want to do with like social media marketing, mm -hmm. acting, modeling. I mean, I like doing it all at the same time, but I'm just crafting like my skills, learning new things. And I think once I develop a solid platform for myself mm -hmm. and like 
maybe get myself a house one day, my own car. When I have like all the things that I need and all my goals, then then I'll probably think about doing like a pageant. Right. But it, so sorry, isn't the pageant thing like there's like a shelf life to this, though? Because you, yes. you have, to have like an age limit or something. right? There is an age limit. So, so for like Miss USA and stuff, how old is that or what does I'm that go to? I'm not sure. I think it might be 28. That's only four years away. I know. <laughs> so, but I mean, I have like a year to get myself together. True, true. <laughs> but, but that's if I decide to. We'll see. It's not like, um, it's like a on the back burner for now. I feel you. And it's always uh, interesting because I always thought like for pageants and stuff, I actually have an ex-girlfriend from Kauai who was doing pageant stuff. And I think we were still dating at the time when she was first starting. Um, but I was always wondering like, what is the end goal with this? Like, do you get paid for it or like? Does it turn into anything or is it really just like a resume builder and, you know, helps maybe with your social media and stuff, I'm assuming as well? Um, doing I mean, some most pageants, you don't get paid. It's mostly like scholarships. Um, and then you do get a ton of sponsorships from like oh. local brands or like national brands, too. Um, you just get a lot of opportunities to meet new people, make new connections. And then you just you are given this giant platform and you can do so much good with it. Like, right help out with charities. Um, you can shed light to your platform and like what you're doing. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's just like a, a really good platform. And it, it's, but the rain is how long? A year, right? Or something? It's a year, yeah. And so after that point, then, you know, hopefully it carries on you where you have built up or used that platform enough where you can kind of like capitalize on it, yes. I guess, and continue with it. Okay, so that's right on. So you would, if you were 17 at the time, then that was only a couple years ago. So that must have been like right at the start around Instagram time, right? Or somewhere yeah, around there? Yeah, it was uh, the start when Instagram was like getting very, very popular. And I remember like always having to post like what I was doing. I really wasn't that good at it because like it was my first time using Instagram. Right, yeah, everybody. <laughs> um, but I just, that's kind of when I started taking like my social media a little more seriously because then my own personal following started to grow mm -hmm. throughout my senior year and then like after after high school I just like started to pick up more when I um was doing was taking modeling more seriously. Right. Um I ended up going to Japan right after high school for modeling and then I was there for a few months and then I decided to come back and do school here mm -hmm. and then just tried to build my career in Hawaii from right. there. And you actually you said I think I remember you saying you also took a trip to New York for a while, right? Yeah. So I think it was in 2019 is when I went to go visit. I was planning on visiting my best friend in, in New York. Mm -hmm. um, and then I ended up staying there. I didn't come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just, it was a little, it was a crazy experience because like, I just wanted to move and like get out of Hawaii for a bit and like see my, op see what opportunities I could have like in New York. Right. And it's such a, an amazing city with like, so many new things to do, things to discover, and you really get to learn about yourself because New York is not an easy place to live. It's the complete opposite of Hawaii, right? It is. Like, I've never you, been, but I would you assume. You will get kicked in your guts, thrown on the street, not literally, but like by life. Right. <laughs> and, and then you have to just get back up and keep going because that's like the pace in New York. And it's just, it's such an amazing lesson that I've learned about like what I like what I can do and like how far I can push myself. And right. um, I grew up a lot after moving there. And you were 18, 19 at the time? No, I was like 
22. Oh, okay. Okay. So at least you could like, you know, go out mm -hmm. and hit the bar scene and stuff. And, you know, it's not like yeah. you're just confined <laughs> to your room. Because I can't imagine doing New York when you're like a kid, kid, you know, yeah, that must I, be tough. <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of hit the bar scenes, <laughs> hit the awesome. club scenes. <laughs> well, like you said, I mean, if it's a fast play, pace, uh, place, you know, you want to like kind of chill after a certain amount of yeah. time. And I would assume like in your industry where are you, are you considered a professional model? Yeah. So what it makes a professional model is just the fact that you're getting paid to model. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, and like usually you're signed with an agency um, or you have like a manager or like, uh, how do I explain this? So I'm not like your typical six foot or five, ten like right. fashion in the runway model. I'm very lifestyle commercial look. And I've been able to market myself in mostly in Hawaii mm -hmm. because it's like this look that they go for like the hapa look right and that's why i was also good for japan oh that makes sense um but like to be a professional model it's like you basically have to get paid mm -hmm. um so it's not like something you're signing and then all of a sudden it says okay i'm a professional now it's no, just like, yeah. you know it's just a title that you can utilize if you're like signed with an agency or getting paid for like you know yes. shoots and stuff. okay i see because yeah i was gonna say like you definitely have like a great look for like you mentioned Hawaii for sure. Like I could see you like pretty much on any local thing like TNC, like Billboard or like Uniqlo, whatever it may be. You kind of fit like that mold for like everything that Hawaii does. Japan, it makes sense too. But then when I was thinking when you went to New York, like especially how you were saying like it's such a reality check. I figure like the modeling scene in New York must be so crazy and competitive, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't necess necessarily there for modeling. Right. Um, I was mostly there to learn acting. I went to oh. go study acting there um, at the Barrow Group, and it was a it was so much fun. And then I got to do like other acting classes while I was there, and it. I mean, I did some modeling, but it wasn't like it. It wasn't like what I would have expected it to be. Like it was very on a smaller scale. Right. But you had the wherewithal. That's why, because you didn't want to try to pursue those big. Because yeah. like you mentioned, you know, you have to be like six something yeah. and, you know, like super tiny. And <laughs> and like, it's a very tough industry, especially in New York. And you just want to, I wasn't there for that. I wanted to have fun and yeah. like visit and like see all the sites of New York and like travel okay. around and have fun with my friend. Right on. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's way better. Like, I, I think anything that you do, like career-wise, right, with social media or anything, if you take it too seriously, it'll kind of just consume you. So I'm glad that, you know, you kind of took a step back rather than go full force, especially in a cutthroat place like New York. Yeah. Yeah. That's another side of social media. Like, it can be very, very consuming. And sometimes you need to take a break and, like, especially, like, because for my job it's to, like, help run High Connect's Instagram. Um, it's... It's rewarding and I do learn so much from social media, but it's also like, okay, sometimes I need to take a step back and like shut off my phone because I'm like, my eyeballs are going to fall out of my head. <laughs> or it's you. like, you're like always going back and forth, checking other people's profiles. You're always like, oh my gosh, like maybe I should do this for myself. It's like a lot of comparison when it comes to social media. And oh, comparison, but like, that's a big word, yeah. But throughout my life, I've re you really have to like to, you have to have tough skin when it comes to social media because like, you need to remember, like, not everyone cares as much as you think they do. That's 100 percent true. Uh, super true. And especially like it, I feel like in Hawaii, a lot of people like have a weird misconception, too, because we're not as big as like L.A. or New York and stuff. So once people like have like a modicum of success, you know, maybe they have like 5000 followers, seven, ten thousand, whatever it may be. 
um, it automatically kind of gets to your head, you know, because the high schools that we go to only have so much students and like 10,000 people. That's like your entire high school all of a sudden being like your follower. So it can kind of like be consuming and stuff. And you thinking, OK, now people actually care about what I'm doing and stuff. But so maybe they are, but sometimes, and for the most part, I would think is they're not really, you know, like they just kind of scroll past. If they like your picture, they like it. If they don't, they keep going, you know, mm -hmm. and that's just how social media works. And so, um, especially on the Instagram scene, I feel like you mentioned it is good to take breaks and stuff because as we were talking about, you know, it's, you have to be perfect and it's kind of, when it becomes like a job, you have to be perfect all the time. That means, which is very hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did want to mention, uh, and I don't think I brought the story up before to you. Uh, have I ever told you about how we found you, like for High Connect and stuff? No, you actually didn't. Okay, so what's interesting is, uh, if you guys don't know, a lot of people like watch the YouTube channel and stuff, and they know me from like doing the sneaker stuff. But I started High Connect Studios because I wanted to like uh, do more collaborations with local influencers in Hawaii, as well as like just trying to like share what I know, I guess, and like kind of expand. Hawaii's reach, you know, to different social medias, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, all of this stuff. And so what we were doing in the original, like, this was back in September when we first started. We actually just hit a one year, by the way, right? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, so September 8th, 18th? Um, I believe so. Yeah, so September yeah. 18th was when we founded the LLC for High Connect. So it's been one year. But uh, Kyla is actually one of the oldest, like, employees that we had mm -hmm. with High Connect. Because she was here since, like, I think August or September... October. October of last yeah, year. Okay. October of last year. So she was around for quite a long time. And the way that we found Kyla was uh, we were trying to find influencers and stuff. And I was manually searching for people. But uh, my wife mentioned to me, hey, if you're looking for influencers and stuff, you should look for this Kyla He girl. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll look her up, you know. And I was like, thinking in my head, like, why why are you following yeah. this person? You know, because we're much older than you. Yeah. So I was like, why is my wife following this younger girl? Um, and she's going to kill me for saying this, and hopefully I don't need to edit it out. But what's funny is that she did mention, she literally is going to kill me. She said, don't say this on air, like, last night. And I said, and I here won't. here you are, saying it on air. Well, because I think it's a very good compliment and stuff. And so That's really sweet. She said, she said, well, she's just very pretty. She has, like, a perfectly symmetrical face. Like, look oh. at her. And I was like, <laughs> she's Thank like, you. yeah, I know. So I was like, okay, so uh, you know, we went to go find your Instagram and stuff. Uh, I reached out to you. And then from there, we kind of just said, oh, you know, you were mentioning you were doing intern, uh, looking for intern opportunities or something. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you wanted to work with us. And thankfully, that was like great that you did reach out. And, you know, you you took that step because you've been with us this whole time. And I feel like it, it's been a pretty good experience. You've seen a lot yeah. of the back end. Like you've been here since almost day one. Yeah, um, it was a lot of learning that I've gained since working with High Connect. Um, I kind of approached the situation in a way where I just wanted to see like different aspects of the business side to social media. I wanted to learn more. Like I didn't know exactly what I want to do, but I knew that I wanted to help grow this company because it was such a good idea because Hawaii doesn't necessarily have a quote agency like for this. Influencers for influencers or social media creators, yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of companies do take advantage of influencers and like if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna be like, here's a free bikini, now take like a bunch of photos for me. Like yeah. it's a it's a whole like you gotta know what you're doing. So like High Connect really stepped in and like um really helped a lot of influencers careers here. And I started just running their Instagram and then like we've been shaping it for a year now and like adding new features to it and um thanks to Jared mm -hmm. shout out Jared for <laughs> helping me for like really like helping me create like this timeline of like hey like we're gonna start posting more about like um creator milestones um 
a brand times a creator or like filler photos and like we're still working on a lot of other stuff that we plan on doing once we hit 10k so right Follow High Connect Studios <laughs> on her. Instagram. So this is why we hired her, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she's on it. So, yeah, Kyla's been really good. And if you guys don't know, she's actually our social media manager for High Connect. So everything that you see posted, the stories and stuff going out, that's all Kyla doing it. And I, I really value her on that because... For me, I'm not an Instagram expert. And I, I think you wouldn't claim yourself to be an expert either, but yeah. you're definitely like a lot better off than I am. I think that's like your main social media, that's why, right? Yeah, I only like ever work on Instagram. Um, I don't necessarily do too much Facebook. It's not really my generation anymore. Right, right. <laughs> Same, or, mine either. I mean, I've tried to do TikTok, but it's really hard and time consuming. I just like, I can't get the dance moves right. I'm very slow when it comes to it. Um, that's so interesting. But, YouTube, okay, surprise, I finally started editing my vlog. <laughs> okay, so here's another uh, insider information. Me and Kyla actually had a sit down about uh, YouTube like last year, November. <laughs> so, yeah. Almost a year later, finally. <laughs> well, it was hard because I was like in school and like my senior year and I was like trying to juggle like all my assignments and then I was like, I can't do this at the same time. I feel you. And then um, recently I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to start doing it because like, there's no right time to do something. You just got to start. Exactly. And so I finally got everything together. I got my content and then I'm starting to edit it now. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, I'm that's like almost done with it. It's only a year long edit. So it should be the best <laughs> See, video ever made. I don't know about the best video. It's kind of like, it's, it's I don't a know. learning process <laughs> though. And actually what's interesting about that is, you know, you're not actually starting late. When I started my YouTube channel, I was 26, mm -hmm. I think maybe 27, 26 or 27, but I was a lot older basically. Um, and I didn't think, you know, it was gonna go anywhere. It was something that I wanted to do for fun. Uh, just something that I wanted to do because I was selling sneakers and stuff at the time. And I was like, let's document it. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the idea we kind of talked about with you is where, you know, your YouTube concept and stuff is you and your friends are always doing like cool stuff. You guys are going to like the beach, hiking, yeah. uh, taking trips, all of this stuff. So it's like, why not, you know, record this and kind of share it with people, right? Yeah, um, I mean, that's, pretty much the reason why I wanted to start the vlog is because like my friends and I were always doing something or like doing stupid shit. I don't know. Um, I just wanted That's to what like, people want, though. I know people like, like when people are doing stupid stuff. Yeah. So I was like, perfect. My friend group does that all the time. But I was just like, I wanted to like show like a weekend in my life or like mm -hmm. a fun event that I'm doing or just like a day in my life. I mean, I, I'm still very new to this, so when it comes out, like, I'll let you know, and then... Well, you live, yeah, and you live a very interesting life, though, you know? Like, if people are invested in, like, wanting to be, like, I guess into the modeling scene or, you know, a social media person or even just, like, a marketing person, because that's kind of what you're moving into. It, seeing your life, you have so much different things going on, like you did mention, you know? Like, I see you uh, working out all the time. If you wanted to do, like, working out content, you could do that. You know, behind the scenes modeling content, you could do that, which nobody ever sees because mm -hmm. unless you're in modeling, you don't know what behind the scenes looks like, right? Yeah. And you're doing like really professional things too. It's like, it's not just like a, you know, random like mom and pop shop that you're taking photos for. Like you're doing like pretty big things. Like I think you mentioned right before we got in here that you're working with Uniqlo for yeah. like a campaign. Um, yeah. So That's I, huge. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I just shot um, their fall campaign like last weekend i think or last week um that was really fun um we just shot at manoa falls and like i had like one outfit and it was really easy but it was so cool that's awesome and yeah. then i think we're also going to shoot sometime in october um i don't know when the i think the photos are going to come out like immediately right after um but i'm really excited um 
But I think like going back to like YouTube, um, I've just wanted to start like a different side of like my career because you can't just like be like one. Well, in my in my opinion, I feel like it's important to have like different pathways in your career. Like I don't want to just be like a model. Like right. I want to be like a model. I also want to be an actress. I also want to do social media. And like I also want to like push myself into the YouTube area. Like I just want to be in different um, industries because like it's I feel like being versatile is important. Super like and that's that's really great that you're already forward thinking like that. You know, at 24, that's very, very like wise of you because I 100 percent agree with that where you do want to be diversified. And especially like if you're thinking about pursuing like a career in acting or something, pictures can only take you so far. You know, a headshot can only take you so far mm -hmm. because then once they get in the door, you have to act. You know, you have mm -hmm. to be comfortable in front of cameras. You have to be comfortable in front of a microphone. All of these different things. And if you're doing a YouTube video, I mean, it's pretty darn close as like as close you can get to pre getting ready to do like TV or movies and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like essentially some YouTube videos are like full length movies where they're shooting with the craziest cameras and stuff. And then also there's like vlogs and stuff, those content. That's basically like TV series in my mind, you know? And so when you have like this portfolio of like videos and stuff that you can kind of like go back to, it might help your like acting career and stuff. Because I do think that there's this one... I think her name is Anna. She's like this Asian girl who was doing videos for a really long time. And she ended up getting like gigs on big TV shows and stuff. And she's from YouTube. You know, that yeah. was like, yeah, that was her entire background. So it re you really don't know where it could take you and stuff. I know. Some YouTubers are like on the Met Gala. And so... Who, who was who was there? Um, it was like Emma Chamberlain. I mean, there's... They have, she's multi, like crazy I know, big though, right? They've had previous like youtubers on the met gala at the met gala and i just think it's so crazy like where social media can take you and it, they also had like famous tiktokers okay you gotta explain to me because so, i'm a, i'm old i guess uh the old met enough. Gala? yeah so i see the thing trending on twitter you know i see the free posts on instagram people are wearing crazy outfits it's where the celebrities go what is it what do you do there it's just um so a big anna party? wintour is the like head chair boss lady okay. of um, the Met Gala and like she invites certain people to attend and like designers um, or yeah she invites certain people to attend and then she like approves of everyone's outfits so like wait you have to get your outfit approved yeah because <laughs> okay. you, you can't like be showing up wearing like the same thing or whatever and like oh she wants you gosh. to be like dressed to the nines or the tens yeah or the twelves <laughs> <laughs> um, but like these designers um, like uh, Givenchy or like Balenciaga um, or just these really big name designers buy tables at the Met Gala and then they like um, whatever celebrity um, gets chosen to sit at the table then they have to wear that designer. Oh, I so it's not like a fashion show runway thing though. It's it just kind of is. It's really cool because like it's just this huge event in New York. It's at the Met and they just walk up these giant beautiful stairs and then they just come out with these it, it's almost like costumes honestly because they're so like extravagant yeah yeah that's really okay so the way that i'm thinking of it then it's like organic fashion show is what they're going for where it's just a red carpet walk-in but it's not like a runway but at the same time they're still showcasing you know their designs and all this yeah that's interesting yeah it's it's really cool because i just like seeing all these celebrities wearing like beautiful outfits some not so beautiful most outfits. of them are not i feel it's like some like, of them are crazy man <laughs> yes and each each um year they have a theme for the met gal i think this year's theme was american and so everyone has to come in like an american theme from like the past 
Okay, so Lil Nas, I think, went in looking crazy. What was that theme? I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't really look into that, but some people like Kendall Jenner. She did like an Audrey Hepburn type oh, okay. of um, outfit, which was beautiful. Uh, but it was just really cool to see like um, TikTokers and YouTubers on the red carpet because yeah, on crazy. the Met Gala carpet because I was like, that's so crazy. Their career started on like doing dances on TikTok and now they're at the Met Gala. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. And like when you see the level of celebrity there, it's like A-list, like A-A-list, like the best of the best are out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So yeah, I definitely understand where it's like Emma Chamberlain or, you know, I don't know the TikTok people, but mm -hmm. that's still super crazy. Did Bretman go? Was he invited? I don't think he went. Okay. I'm not too sure. Okay, that's interesting. Because a lot of the people like that watch my content maybe don't know. Bretman Rock is actually from Hawaii and stuff. Hopefully, we can get him on the High Connect podcast eventually. That'd be super cool. But yeah, I feel like he'd be that level where he's like super, super famous, where it's like Nike commercials and all of this, where you can actually make it to that. You yeah. Know? So is your goal to make it to the Met Gala? No. <laughs> um, I like... I don't think I want to be in the Met Gala. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's awesome, but like, you, yes, you do. your career has to skyrocket to like, it's just, I mean, it would be cool. It's a crazy dream. It would right. be cool, but I don't think that's like my goal right now. <laughs> right. Okay. And yeah, that scene is just kind of, it, it's crazy. It, yeah. I wonder like, so they're not getting paid for it or anything either. Um, it's just a scene and be seen kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they have paid, but it's like a, it's like an honor to be there. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's like, it's like a you have to be at the Met Gala like once in your life if you're a celebrity. That's so weird. And it's it's funny how I've only seen it like it's one thing when you, you know it's coming like people like just see it trending on Twitter and stuff. Right. Maybe the day before like the day of. But mm -hmm. then after that, you just completely forget about it for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I guess, you know, if that's what you're like, it's actually funny because I remember this other YouTuber. His name's Christian and he has a very, very successful, successful channel where he has a million subscribers and he's mm -hmm. from Hawaii as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's from Kapolei and now he lives in New York, but he was saying like his goal in life is to be on the Met Gal. <laughs> it's possible it these days. Well, I just thought it was a meme, but he's like, <laughs> he's a fashion guy too. So I, maybe he might, which would be crazy, you know? So that's really interesting to hear. Um, but yeah, so going back to your YouTube and stuff, what is your channel going to be named? Is it just your name, Kyla He? It's or? just going to be Kyla He, and it's okay. just going to be very like day in my life type of vibe. Um, that's what people love. I think that's Emma Chamberlain's entire content, right? Yeah, you know what's crazy? I was watching her video before I came here, yeah. and it's very simple. Yep. It's There's not a lot of editing, nope. not a lot of like cool effects or even like... I think, text in there yeah i think her number one uh editing thing is she just zooms in yes. and then zooms out and that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah and i mean she has a great camera and great quality but like it's very simple and like you could i just like that everyone has a different take on youtube yeah and mm -hmm. i i always like that like organic take and i feel like that's what attracts the most people is when it's like relatable right mm -hmm. where if you're using like super crazy special effects or you know you have to hire like stunt people or all of this stuff or pay a lot of money it doesn't become relatable to an extent. It just becomes like, like you're watching a movie, I guess, or yeah. something. And, you know, you can't really relate to that person. But Emma's so like, whatever with her content where she's like, okay, you know, she's wearing no makeup, wake up with me. Okay, let's go do this. You know, and yeah. it's just like, so like. It's very okay. raw and organic. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like that. But yeah, um, exactly. And I that's what you're going for. I Yes, I am. And majority of the time I look like shit in all my videos. So yourself uh, well according <laughs> to the wife you have a perfectly symmetrical face so oh <laughs> it's <God>. impossible <laughs> but um 
I think just for my, I'm try, still trying to figure out my YouTube. I'm still trying to figure out how to edit and like add in words to like my videos. So right. it's very, because like, like I kind of just want to add like cool, like little cool edits in there to make myself a little different and yeah. like interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I just, we'll see when my first video comes out. <laughs> I, yeah. And I, so my one tip that I would give, uh, and we can go like talk about uh, this more in depth though. Uh, the one tip that I would give is don't focus too much on the editing. Like, honestly, like for me, I, I don't make it a priority, to be honest. Like I, before oh. I thought, you know, OK, how do I get the craziest effects and stuff in here? But then the more I watch YouTube, like going back to like Emma and how she does her videos, it's like literally the less you can do, the better. It's really the content that matters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're using too much, it's like putting on too much makeup, you know, like there's a point where it looks good with just enough, but mm -hmm. if you keep going, it's gonna look horrible, right? Right. So if your entire video is just covered by editing, then it's gonna look horrible. Yeah. Because you lose the content. It's mm -hmm. just, you're looking at cake on your face, you know? So um, yeah, I think that's where I would give like an advice to is just make content like the main concern. Yeah. Because people care more about what you're doing, and especially you as a person, more so than like little visual editing effects. It helps. But there's a point, I feel like, of diminishing returns where you don't want to do too much. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, this was actually one of the things that I first talked to you about when we like were talking about High Connect Studios in the very beginning. And I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned this to people, but the reason why High Connect Studios is called High Connect Studios is because I actually wanted to help Hawaii with this exact situation. Uh, the studio aspect was I wanted to create a studio in Hawaii where you know we'd have computers and stuff set up, we'd have like editing stations, video camera set up, microphones, all of this stuff. And so we could help people that wanna be social media people get to that point. So like you were mentioning, oh, I'm not sure how to edit, you know, I'm still learning and all of this stuff. That's what I wanted to do. And you know, I always liken it back to like a gym where you go to a gym, they have all the equipment and stuff yes. there. And if you need help, maybe you don't need help, maybe you just wanna use the equipment because it's yeah. super expensive, you can use it. But if you do need help, there's like instructors and stuff there mm -hmm. that can help you, you know, coach you through it. And so. And you don't need them forever. That's the other thing is like you can get a fitness uh, coach or whatever for X amount of months and then yeah. you're good enough to do it on your own. Right. Um, so that's what I was hoping for is to kind of have that same effect where we have a studio. People can go to to like edit, shoot videos, all of this stuff. Um, and then if they did need help, we could help them with the editing and stuff, because yeah. as you've seen firsthand, I'm sure it's it's daunting. Right. Like, how do I even open this or like, how do I save this? Yeah. I mean, I. Like, thank God I had experience from college and, like, editing Digital media, Premier. that's right. Yes. So that's I, perfect. Yeah, but it's a lot. It's still, it wasn't enough. Oh, really? <laughs> just because I think, um, like, I, it just takes practice. And you have to do it, like, a lot. And then you'll get the used to it. But I just started, I didn't want to use Premiere the whole thing because I was a little too scared. Oh, um, Adobe Premiere? Yeah, but I use the Rush program. So it's, like, it's like it's like Premiere, but it's, like, a little on a smaller scale. Okay. So it's like uh, it's just, iMovie versus Final Cut, I'm assuming. Yeah, okay. it's it's a lot better than iMovie and Final Cut, I would say. It's um Rush? it has all the yeah. Oh. It has all the features of Premiere. It's just like on a smaller scale. Um Interesting. And that's all I need. I don't really need to do okay. too much crazy stuff with it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it turns you out. You might be better off than me then because I only use Final Cut. Adobe is so daunting for me. Like even now, like people say that you can do a lot more with like Adobe Premiere and I guess this Rush program sounds pretty good too. But it's really like learning a language, you know, where you have Final Cut, everything's already like super simple. You know how to do it. It's a workflow. If I were to switch to Adobe, I don't know how long that would take me to yeah, learn. Yeah, it takes a, it still, I'm still learning. So it takes a while. Right. Um, but I just like, I think Rush is like just, it's kind of probably like Final Cut. Okay, cool. Yeah. So when, uh, when can we expect your first video to go up then? 
before I go to Italy. <laughs> Wait, what? what yeah. Are, what oh, is yeah. this? I, I mean, I've been meaning to tell you this. Uh, I was going to text. Okay, like, so I'm um, Kyla's boss and I haven't been, uh, she didn't request work off, so I don't know what this is. <laughs> I work from my phone, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Wait, so you're going to Italy? Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure what the time difference is, but it's going to be like a little No, don't worry about it. I don't ahead. care about that. I was just joking. But, um, but I leave on October 1st. That is so that's in like in, a week. Yeah. What the heck? I know. I'm I'm so behind on like packing and like figuring out what I'm going to wear and all the stuff. Okay, I'm so do. tell me about the trip. What 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 are you going for and like Um so my boyfriend and I, boy, blah, 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 boyfriend and I are going to go visit his family in Trento. Okay. And then which is like northern Italy and okay. then we're going to go to Venice for a day, then we're going to go to Rome for 4 days and then we're going to go to the Amalfi Coast oh, or wow. Postano for about 5 days I think. Um, we're just going to do the whole. The so this whole. is like a 10 or 14 day trip. Yeah. Two weeks. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And you just on a whim, you guys decided let's go to Italy. Yeah. I mean, I got a notification on my phone that was like, oh, tickets to Italy, Milan are like 400 something dollars. That's it? <laughs> 400? Like, no, but like we wanted to get like, that's, that's like the basic really oh, okay, awful okay, okay. seats. Right, right, right. But it's, that's the starting price. So that's really good. I see. Yeah. That's like cheaper than a flight to California. Yeah. Yeah. But we've been planning on like doing this for a while. Okay. Um, but we just finally found like the opportunity to, and so I'm really excited. How long is the flight there? Like 24 hours. It depends. What? 24, 23 hours. <laughs> 23 hours. So well, is that literally on the other side of the world? Yeah, pretty much. We're stopping in. Well, because we're stopping in San Francisco, San Francisco to New York, New York to Milan. I didn't want to do like the full Hawaii to New York flight because that is That's, awful. You've done that before? Yes. I've done it multiple times. Is that 12 hours? It's oh. like 10 hours. So Okay. So the longest flight I've ever been on is from here to Japan, which I think is nine or 10 or it's nine. It's about the same. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. It's awful. So and you're I don't... doing California or San Fran, then yeah. New York, and then from New York direct to Italy. Yes. Oh my gosh. 24. That's so much traveling. I know. I'm going to... It takes like about two days to get there. Right. So... It's, yeah, it's going to be a while. Oh, man. And so from there, how's the have you checked like the COVID stuff or like yeah. what's the protocol for you? So you all you have to do is take a COVID test 72 hours before you go to Italy. Mm -hmm. um, and then you don't have to quarantine if you show a vaccination card. Um, yeah. Or, and from there, it's just what is the, I guess, scene look like in the Italy area where you're going to be? Are people wearing a lot of masks? Is it like... I don't think so. A lot of people are in Italy right now in September because it's the most popular month. So it's really open from what everyone says. I mean, like, there is COVID is still a thing. So right, of course. it's just up to you if you want to wear your mask. Um, oh, so it's not mandatory, though. I don't think it's mandatory there. Interesting. I mean, I've from the videos that I've seen, I don't see anybody wearing a mask. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. You know, you want to go and you can kind of experience the full breadth of it yeah. rather than, oh, you need a COVID passport or whatever it is. Yeah, it's pretty open right now. But like, you know, with COVID, like, I, you never know. It could change in a day. It could yeah. change in a day. It could change in a week. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> you could be stuck in Italy. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being stuck in Italy. <laughs> that's like, is Italy like a fashion capital, too? It's Milan is. Milan. And yeah. Okay, because that's the Milan Fashion Show yeah, or whatever, right? Yeah, they have Fashion Week there. Okay, okay, Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, so you're going to see a whole bunch of, like, crazy fashion and stuff, I'm assuming, too. Um, and, like, we're not going to be in Milan. I, okay. That's not what, it, like, we want to do. We want to, like, travel and sightseeing more than Okay. And, like, just, like, be more immersed in the culture. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. That's great. And you've never, have you ever been no, before? I've never been to Europe, ever. Really? I've only been to, like, the east side of the world, like, Asia. <laughs> 
Interesting. Okay, so you're super excited then. Yeah. And then everything when you get there is like trains or. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you get travel around by trains or if you want, you can rent a car, but it's very expensive. Um, I think Italy overall is pretty expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask too. Like, what does the foreign like uh, money exchange and stuff look like? Or? It's. Uh, I don't know what the exchange rate is, but I just know like it's it's kind of like living in Hawaii, I would say. Oh, really? So, I mean, I'm not I'm used to it, right. but it's still expensive. Oh, that's crazy. OK, well, yeah. that's such a bombshell. What the heck, dude? That's such a big like yeah. life thing. And so, I didn't even know. I hope like I can post at the right time. I'm going to make sure I do or like. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're on vacation. Just whatever <laughs> you can is what it, you know, it doesn't matter about the perfect yeah. time or whatever. But. Yeah, I mean, enjoy it. That's that's really cool. Like, I, one of the things that I've always wanted to go to, like, Europe and stuff, but if I had to go to Europe, I would say the only place that I really, really want to go to is, like, uh, Greece or Rome, somewhere in that area. Yeah. I don't know what I would do in Italy or what there is to do. Is, There's so much to do. So do you guys plan on, like, doing, like, see what is over there? Is it, like, hiking things that you guys want to do? or So like, because we'd be in Trento, northern Italy, it's going to be, like, where the Dolomites are, so a lot of hiking up there. Okay. Um. It's like beautiful, like mountain scenery, and then Venice or like Rome and Venice, and like it's a lot That's of like city. sightseeing. Yeah. Um, you want to go to like the 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 Colosseum. You want to go to the Roman Forum, and you also want to see like it's just like like castles and churches, right, and right, like, right, right. like really cool Roman empires that have been like broken down over the years and it's just really cool to see it's and like the architecture a, and all yeah, of that right a lot okay. of people are, it's just it's very touristy but i think it's gonna be worth it okay that's and then like in the south of italy which is where we're gonna stay majority of the time um it's very like beachy vibes like oh, you're so on the coast yeah. um it's beautiful and like it's just there's so much like culture and just like i can't wait to like try like um pasta honestly <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like been on my mind i love pasta and so we're gonna taste like where it's gonna it ruin from. it it's gonna ruin it for you because i know i've heard that it's like super fresh over there it is and they, it doesn't taste like pasta that we taste here i know so maybe I'm, it will be my first time eating pasta um <laughs> and then i'm also excited to just i think we're gonna try to rent a boat in the south and like oh, i was go. gonna ask that because that's what your boyfriend does right yeah yeah okay um yeah so he has his captain's license so hopefully we can just rent a boat and just like cruise around oh nice yeah that'd be interesting i, I wonder know. how that would be in like you know driving a boat in a different I country don't, I'm, I'm i mean it depends like we would like someone else to drive the boat for us because yeah. we don't know where to go exactly yeah that's why <laughs> so i was like wait <laughs> But like if it like comes to it, he could drive it, but right. we want to get like someone to drive us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's that's always my thinking, too. Like whenever I travel, I don't ever want to rent a car. I like rather like be in the passenger seat or somebody else yeah. doing it. So that's why I think, you know, when Uber and stuff came around, I was like, this is amazing. you know? Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine like being in Europe and like having to figure out roads or like being stressed about like. Am I driving correctly or yeah. like all of this stuff? So exactly. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. So enjoy your trip. I yeah, can't, thank you. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> you were also somewhere else super recently too, right? Yes. Um, I just went to Alaska. Alaska, that's where it was. Yeah. So Alaska, it was. I did not know what to expect. I knew it was like nature vibes. Super nature. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we went to see my boyfriend's family there and we just okay so where's his his family's all over the world you know? <laughs> yeah pretty much um we went there and there's surprisingly a lot of people from hawaii there 
In Alaska? Yeah. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. Because people from Hawaii like the outdoors. They like fishing. And it's like... Is this, how cold is it, though? It's really cold. Yeah, see, um, people from Hawaii don't like the cold. Uh, I mean, some people do, but they don't stay there. People that live in Alaska don't stay there during the winter, I oh. think. Because it's like below, like, it's it's freezing. Like, you oh, don't want to stay see. It's there. a seasonal place you go to. I then. think okay. so. Okay. Um, but we went during the summer, so it was perfect. It was beautiful. And, like, we just got to go fishing and hiking. White white water rafting. Oh, nice. Um, so it's, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, we did the most. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I was there for a while. We were, like, there for, like, like 10 days. I've um, heard the seafood and stuff is really good there, too. Whatever you guys were catching, I'm assuming. caught salmon and ate salmon the whole time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is that, okay. And so does that com- taste completely different than oh, salmon Oh, my over here? gosh. I, I haven't eaten, like, like salmon <laughs> here because it's all farm-raised and it's so yeah. disgusting. Um, <laughs> but, like, fresh salmon is, like, a game-changer. Oh wait, that's it. That's what they're known for. Really, it's called uh, wild Alaskan salmon. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so that's what they're known for, and also the crabbing stuff. Yeah, right? wild so, Alaskan salmon. <laughs> yeah, and the crabbing. So how did you guys try like uh, Alaskan king crab and stuff over no, there too? No, we didn't. Unfortunately. Oh okay. But we ate really good salmon the whole time. Nice. Um, what else did we do? I mean, it was just it's very like there's a lot of trees, a lot of mountains. Okay. <laughs> That's like what it looks like right. all over the place. We didn't get to go to like the ocean side um, cause we didn't have time. Cause Alaska is really big. Yeah. Yeah. So That's driving everywhere is like three hours, two hours, four hours. And there's only X amount of uh, like daylight or something, right? Oh no, there's a lot of daylight oh, during really? the summer. It's like daylight all the time. Except oh, maybe I have it backwards yeah. then where night is like only like four hours or something. No, when it gets to winter, it's just like, it's not, the sun's not up for a while. It's like really dark during oh, the winter. Okay, okay. Um, but the sun sets at like 10 p.m. in Alaska oh, during the wow. summer. Okay. And it was crazy because we were like out and it's like dusk and it's still like, it's like maybe like around. That must, that must mess with you. 11. It does. Because then we're like up and doing stuff and I'm just like, wait, oh, let's 10. go fishing. And it's like 11 p.m. <laughs> that's yeah. wild. Well, okay. It sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun though. So that's really cool. Yeah. I yeah. wish I got to vlog it, but I didn't. Yeah. See? Okay. Well, so are you bringing your camera to Italy? Yeah, I honestly use my phone. Good, good move. It's a very I smart move. don't want to bring a camera. It's so hard to like, use a camera, yep. and it's just so much easier. And the quality on my phone is great. Yes. So that was what I was going to suggest because we're actually shooting on uh, my cam. This is my uh, studio camera. So it's mm-hmm. a Sony A7SR, but the thing is stupid heavy. And so I brought this to Japan with me. I regretted it so much. Your arms shaking all day. Well, that and it's also because it's like a eight thousand dollar camera. It's I'm like, expensive. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you have to baby it. You know, you know, you can't put it in your backpack. You got to no. carry it in your hand. So like, my hands are full. Then we're taking off our jackets, putting on our jackets. I have to set my camera yeah. down. I was like, this is ridiculous. So yeah. I told myself next time I do travel, I'm just gonna use my iPhone as well. Yes. Yeah. So maybe if anything, you know, get like a one of those hand. I'm getting things. a tripod yeah, before okay, I yeah. leave. There like you go. a good little small one so I can set it up because I'm tired of using rocks and stuff to put my phone on. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm going to get a tripod before I go. Okay, so other than that, I would say I think the audio and stuff is good on a phone as it's well, right? It's great. I was editing my videos and you can hear everything. I was like, oh my gosh, it's it sounds better on, on the laptop. Okay, so we can end with this. This is the... Uh, I don't know if I ever told like uh, the YouTube audience and stuff this before, but before this is not the exact same computer, but the first videos I ever filmed was on my laptop because I assumed, yeah, because I assumed that this was the better camera. Like I paid like $3,000 for my old computer and I was like, okay, so this must be the best camera. And I had my iPhone right on the side. So I was filming with this for a long time 
and the quality was horrible and I just yeah. hated it. And so I was like, screw it. You know, one day I was just like, okay, my computer's dead. I'm just going to film with my phone a million times better. Yeah. I did not realize, you know, your iPhone is way more powerful than whatever's on this laptop webcam. I know. Yeah. So at this point I was, I think I filmed for like maybe almost six months with my iPhone and it was a good experience, you know, mm -hmm. like if you really want to bring it to the next level, then yeah, like a DSLR or whatever it is, is going to be better. But you can get by so easy with the iPhone camera. And I think even like the newer cameras that are coming out for the 13, the mm -hmm. iPhone, it's even more crazy. So it's like, it's only going to get better. Yeah. So, okay. So, so you're set then. Yeah. I have the 12, the iPhone 12 right now. So it works perfectly fine. And I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, <laughs> that's true. The only thing too, is just worry about like, I guess, uh, how much you're filming and like data and like, you know, saving like all those gigabytes and stuff. I just pay for iCloud. Oh, there you go. See, she, she knows. Okay. So take all of these tips in hand. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, coming from Kyla. You know, uh, Hawaii's number one model, according yes. to my wife. <laughs> number one model. <laughs> Dude, I think you're pretty up there. You know, I didn't want to gas you up too much, but I feel like you're pretty up there. You're in a lot of uh, print ads, you know, and she's very coveted. People want to, like, get her into uh, magazines and all of this stuff. So good they job, do? Kyla. It <laughs> seems you. like, you know, I don't know, you're always doing, like, some kind of modeling gigs, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to one you. right after this. So uh, actually, we are going to have to cut this off now. But uh, Kyla, where can uh, people find you then? What's your Instagram handle and what's um, your YouTube? It's at Kyla He, K-Y-L-A-H-E-E -E for Instagram. Um, YouTube has not come out yet, but when it does, you'll see it on my Instagram. And we will also <laughs> promote it on the High Connect Instagram oh, as well. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I'll do that too. Yeah. Also, follow High Connect Studios on Instagram. Oh, she's so good. And yeah. Uh, also, follow Bryson. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, if she doesn't <laughs> shout me out right now, I'm going to be super sad. So she did it. Okay. So yeah, we can uh, follow us over there if you guys do want to hear more. But yeah, Kyla is a uh, very, she lives a very great life, very interesting life. So I do recommend you guys go check out her uh, YouTube and stuff and just see what she's got going on. Because <laughs> like I said, I've been working with her for a year now. She's a great person and uh, I'm very excited for the content. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much for uh, being on, Kyla. And uh, thank you for everybody watching. We will be back next week with another episode. So until then, subscribe, you know, like the video, uh, follow us wherever you're listening or watching. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Shoots. <laughs>